Welcome to the brand new radio park, radio wrestling podcast. Welcome to Wrestle Now. Yes, it's the brand new wrestling podcast that gives you all the latest ins and outs of WWE, NJPW, AAA, Impact Wrestling, AEW, and much more. Thank you for coming also tonight. My name is Master Ben, and this is Rumors Now. First thing we're going to talk about is Alexa Bliss was in the initial draft of Raw's script that Vince McMahon tore up last week. According to WrestlingNews.co, it's not clear why McMahon decided to move away from the Bliss vs. Charlotte Flair feud that was set up the week before. I guess maybe it might be because of Bliss's new character is getting a lot of bad reviews from fans. A lot of fans are not okay with it. That could be the case, but I would still would have loved to see what that happened. And the Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax match, we saw how that ended, so I guess it wasn't an improvement anyway. Also, Sasha Banks was backstage at last week's SmackDown Jacksonville pair fight school selects. It's not known if WWE is making creative plans for Banks. An earlier rumor said she'd be cleared for this week's Madison Square Garden show. Yeah, who knows? According to Ringside News, budget cuts led WWE to part ways with their long-time care caterer in favor of venue supplied food. And in November, a cheaper, a new cheaper vendor. They're also down to one backstage camera crew, a move one tenured member of the creative team said was short-sighted. I mean, I get they want to save money, but we hire a lot of people for good reason and WWE is a high level company they will need a lot of people okay maybe I can understand the catering thing if maybe the arena food is good let's assume it's good I mean they use high level stadiums they have to have high level food the bomb host Evan Mack left WWE last week says PW Insider. That is a bit sad. I kind of like him. I really do. I don't always watch the bomb. But yeah, I'm pretty fond of Evan Mack. Uh, let's hope they get a good enough replacement if they plan to replace him. Insider notes the slower release schedule for original programs such as the delayed Cena episode of Broken score sessions is due to WWE merging the advanced media and television production departments earlier this year. Well, of course, there's a reason for everything, so I guess that's the reason. Because yeah, I would have loved to see what hear what John Cena would have to say. But they'll probably do it eventually, just not anytime soon. Also, Tony Khan on Adam Cole. The guys, he says the guys shared, scared the shit out of him every Wednesday. Tony Khan was giving praises to Adam Cole. Adam Cole appeared, in, appeared last Sunday in AEW's All Out. And here's what Tony Khan has to say about him. As he exits, I would just like to say a statement, which is that the Wednesday Night War is over. We went in the demo. I believe out of survive episodes we went South 5, South 4 to 1. He points to Cole is the one in the South 4 to 1. 
when there was a Wednesday night war. This was the man that I used to strike fear into my heart every Wednesday. I used to be scared. This guy scared the shit out of me every Wednesday. There's nobody I'd rather have here. And it means the world that you came. Thank you. Not surprising, Adam Cole is a great force to be reckoned with. I loved seeing him every night on NXT. He was a great heel. He wasn't all that good as a babyface when Undisputed Era looked like they were going to go babyface. Yes, definitely a killer heel. And it would have been worth the $1 million contract if WWE actually signed that $1 million contract. I mean, It'd be weird if the only reason is because they don't want him to keep his Twitch account. I mean, the news is fast spread, but I feel like that's the dumb. No, there has been more. I mean, just because of Twitch. Yeah, I hope there's more. Yeah, I really hope there's more. Also, Eric Roman says Karrion Cross's new ring gear was originally pitched to the Blondin Brothers. Uh, WWE has been known to be recycling ideas, gimmicks every now and then. Sometimes though, sometimes the gimmick plan for a superstar would go to a whole other superstar. That's what Eric Roman talked about in his recent appearance on Jeshaws to the Cream podcast and revealed via sport. I got this information from Sports Kidder, so yeah. Shout out to Sportskeeda. <laughs> yeah, where he revealed that he and the late Brody Lee, that is Luke Harper from WWE, he moved to AEW and got the name Brody Lee. Then they were supposed to wear across his new ring gear when they were the Bludgeon Bros on SmackDown. He said, I remember the first pitch meeting for it. They showed us pictures of what they wanted the Bludgeon Bros to look like. I think it's almost exactly what Cross is wearing now. The demolition leather straps that look like suspenders while you wrestle. We both looked at each other and like, no. I think that's when I had a few friends designing some things. Karen Cross deb- debuted the brand new look on the twenty on the August twentieth episode of WWE Raw, wearing a gladiator mask and harness on his way to dominate a victory over Ricochet. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I never lo- liked that costume. Love those. But would have fit the Bludgeon Brothers more. They look, yeah, characters back then looked more like something that would wear such a costume than carrying across. Anyway, after as for Rowan, when he recently spoke with WrestleZone about his wrestling career and how he looks to find himself with his next running the wrestling business. Eric Rowan, now going by Eric Redbeard, says fans didn't get to see his full potential. Now he just ho- hopes to give fans a chance to know what he's really about. He says, Man, I just wanted people to see me work. And without the confines of, you know, 3-4 minutes matches, all that. It's good TV matches, I guess, but I miss most of it, most of all the live events. I miss wrestling from the crowds for just long periods of time and I want to reintroduce my character that nobody has really gotten to see. Like there's seen sprinkles here and there throughout parts of my gimmicks, he explained. But they have never gotten to know me and that's why I want to show people. It's me and it's me soon turned up to 100 at kicking ass in the ring. Eric Roman or rather Eric Redbeard 
used to be part of the Wyatt family under the stable of Bray Wyatt. He was a great wrestler, like he was great. You probably would love a singles push. He had a singles push in WWE. It didn't last very long. Like he was just pushed as a huge angry man with a relationship with a cage, with a tiny crate. Wasn't much to work with. Let's hope wherever he signs, he ends up next. Does justice his character. Also, Vince Russo talks on a recent collaboration with WWE on a new project. Vince Russo has said he wants to help the wrestling business and looks like that involves taking part in a new project for WWE. He posted on the Twitter event that he worked with WWE on a new project on Friday. He did not give a lot of detail but said he had a lot of fun and that he might air on Peacock. He says, worked with WWE this past Friday on a project team for Peacock. Pleasurable experience. All involved were pros and respectable. I really do hope that those who need to see my comments see them. While I don't want a job, I'm always looking forward to help the business anywhere I can. Russo wrote. Russo has worked with WWE from 1992 to 1999 and for a brief spell in June 2002, in between his WCW tenure and first stint with the TNA wrestling business. WrestleZone reached out to Russo for more details about the project. He said the show is about wrestling villains, but did not know any more than the final format of the show. Now, remember MVC announced a new project called WWE Evil with John Cena as the creator, producer, and narrator. According to Synopsis, it's the new original series is an entertaining psychological expose into the minds of those biological, diabolical, I mean, <laughs> antagonists in WWE history and their impact on mainstream culture. So this might be what Russo is talking about. I can't see any other thing Russo might be talking about. And I would really love to see the show. It's probably talking about Undertaker, the Boogeyman, definitely the Fiend. And yeah, Bray Wyatt and the entire Wyatt family. Kane, all that, yes. Most diabolical, scariest, baddest people to ever enter WWE. We can't wait. I don't know about you. I don't know about you guys, but we can't wait to see it. Ozad and Cole claims his decision to join AEW was pretty easy. Sorry, fairly easy. Anko made his debut on Sunday night, as you might all know, at AEW's All Out. Goenko was asked about his current WWE contract situation. He said it was a surprise to everyone involved. He says, It was a surprise to me. It was a surprise to them. Then all of a sudden, I went from thing in December is when I'm going to start to talk about a new country. And I was like, Oh no, we're talking about it in three days. So I know it was public knowledge to a lot of people that I had signed a little extension. I was involved in a really serious angle with Kyle O'Reilly, which was very important to me. He was one, he's one of my best friends in the world. And then after that, is kind of when stuff opened up for me but yeah very surprising to me just that surprising to me 
So, so spoke of the decision to choose AEW for resign with WWE. Knowing that although WWE was a dream and a great experience, he really loved the idea of putting of getting a chance to work with a passionate group in AEW. He says, "When you think about where I was, that was technically my dream when I was nine years old, and then I'd seen everything that AEW is doing. I've been here countless times to support Britt Baker." And hang out with the crew and it's just the best crew shows are amazing fans are amazing but at the same time i'd really built myself a reputation for myself there in wwe as well i knew my heart pretty early on that i wanted to come here and it's no knock whatsoever on wwe i had a very excellent four-year experience but i wanted to come back and work with a crew who i love being around 24 7. A crew that's just as passionate about pro wrestling as I am. And fans that feel the exact same way we do. Making the decision was a fairly easy one. Cole was asked what his message to the AEW fans was and he said he's excited to show what he's going to deliver and that his career is still in his infancy. I hope they realize I'm just getting started in this sense. I'm doing this for 13 and a half years now but I'm only 32. And I have a lot of time left in my wrestling career. As silent as I am, this is a whole new challenge. When I look at this roster, I see so many guys that have never wrestled before. I see a whole crew of fans who are ready and excited for these awesome matches. I'm ready to show them that I can deliver in every sense of the word. I am going to deliver and more importantly, I'm excited to do so. You may recall that there were some rumors that Alan Cole was going to be called into the main roster. And that would have been great for him. WWE could use more guys like him. Like you never, you never know where anything's going to happen in professional wrestling. So, yes, hats off to Adam Cole. Also, WWE employee tests negative for COVID-19. You probably guess who I'm talking about. That's why Pat McAfee. Has revealed that he's now testing negative for coronavirus. This comes after a week of testing positive on 27th of August and, and September test smackdowns. It's not clear when he'll be back on the show, but in his absence, Corey Graves has been called to SmackDown with Adam Cole and with uh, Kevin Owens joining on August 27th. We are happy to hear that we missed him, and let's hope that and let's hope that he's going to be with us for a long, 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 long time. Yes, he is without a doubt one of the best. Pat is without a doubt one of the best commentators we have had on WWE, and yeah, very colorful, very he's very exciting, very creative. Yeah, he's definitely one of the top teams Vince McMahon did right this year. Also, CM Punk explains why he chose Darby Allen as his first opponent at AEW All Out. Now, as you know, CM Punk was at All Elite Wrestling's All Out, and that was when he had his first debut match with the young Darby Allen. Now, as to why he chose Darby Allen, he said it's because Allen. He's very different from the rest. 
He says there's a reason why he, Derby Allen, was the first guy came back to wrestle. There's something about him. He's different. That's good. And the hierarchy of AW wouldn't make any sense for CM Punk to come right in and go after K- Kenny Omega. Doesn't mean that Derby is any less talented. It's just that if there's a hierarchy, we wins and losses, and where people are. I thought Derby was a great star because he's a great opponent. The fans love him, and I thought we did, we did a great job of trying not to sway that. To me, pro wrestling is the best when everybody involved in something comes out looking better, and hopefully we accomplish that tonight. Well, yes, for those of you who have been following the career of Derby Allen, you know that he is working on that thing. And... Yes, he has been doing, having a lot of great matches. He is an amazing high flyer and I love the face paint. He's like a very fun god kid. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe him. A very fun god kid. No offense to god people everywhere. Also, Tony Khan thanks fans for making AEW the most watched pay-per-view in the company's history. Khan logged into Twitter in the morning after All Out. Many fans may have not been awake yet since they have had a long night of pro wrestling beforehand. They woke up to a nice message from AEW president thanking them. He says, thank you everyone who ordered AEW All and Out and made it the most watched match at AEW pay-per-view ever. Thank you everyone who attended the show. If you haven't seen it, please consider ordering pay-per-view. It's a United Departure Wrestling fans worldwide. Thank you all for making it possible.